You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are going to jump right into our show and start with our grateful moment. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? Hey guys, I'm grateful my daughter turned 18. I am crying. Uh, she turned 18. I can't believe it. Time's gone so got time has gone so fast. She was just in my hand in the hospital. Now she's like, peace, dad. Oh, have mercy on me. <laughs> wow. Happy birthday, Sarai. All right, Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful that I had a chance to go to Atlanta for spring break go to Six Flags, travel a little bit, and uh, that I've reached full immunity with my COVID vaccine. Very good. Very good. Which one did you get? I got the Pfizer. Okay, good. As long as it's not Johnson & Johnson, we're good. Calvin, what are you grateful for this week? What's up, everybody? I am so grateful to be down here in Charlotte with the crew. Um, it's a blessing. I got here safely. Um, big things to expect from this crew. All-star cast, excluding myself. I'm just alone for the ride. So I'm happy, happy to be here. And Kelvin, we are so happy to have you in Charlotte, but you're the only famous one in the group. So I'm not really <laughs> sure what you're talking about. But okay. <laughs> I'm around my star crew, man. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I am just grateful for life. I mean, I know I say it a lot, but I really don't take it for granted. And I'm grateful for my health, you know. Um, just just grateful that I'm able to wake up. I'm able to do what I love, be on this podcast and breathe and just just enjoy life. Like I'm I'm just happy for life. I really am. So let's just jump right into our show. We have quite a few topics to discuss today. And we're going to start with the donkey of the week. Who fumbled the bag this week? None other than Paul Pierce. Basically, if you are living under a rock, you probably don't know that Paul Pierce was fired from ESPN because he went on Instagram Live um showed a few strippers in the background and ESPN was like you know what it's about time we part ways so I wanted to get my guys reactions like how do you feel about this live how do you feel about how ESPN reacted and how do you feel about how Paul Pierce kind of reacted to his firing you see I remember in school, I tried to clown myself so no one had the opportunity to clown me. It didn't work. Paul Spears got fired for 315 followers or live watchers. He dropped 1.5 million a year. I hope he had a plan to get fired. I hope because if it's not, if it was not planned, he is not too smart of a man to do that. You know, and that's, I can't I have nothing to say. I thought it'd be nice. Maybe he might be a future guest. Hey, listen, I, think- I, I love every second of 
the Paul Pierce saga. I think he's a clown. I always thought he was a clown, but I love him. Um, just because he's like so arrogant, man. It's funny. It's like entertaining. I don't think Paul Pierce cares one bit about that. Um, him just dropping an easy check like that is crazy because he was absolutely doing nothing for ESPN. Just sitting there talking, having fun, just showing up the job on time. That's all he was doing. But he's losing a lot of money. But I think he'll get it back. But it was just funny that because uh, Dion brought it up, like his rebuttal or when he came back and said how he felt, he just was laughing on the scene. And I think that's like summarizes who Paul Pierce is, man. The guy just is carefree, doesn't care. Yeah, it was, Um, I thought it was, I think my greatest reaction was watching Shaq laugh when he mentioned his name on TNT. Um, But yeah, I don't think he really cares that much. He was already on thin ice on the show. You know, People look at Paul Pierce the same way they look at Seawood when he's announced, like, oh, man, what is he going to say today? Uh, so hopefully his marriage is intact. His wife ain't beating him up and leaving him. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't have to drop a, a major ring uh, to get back as well good graces. But, you know, when he's made as much money as, as he has, of course, his career, I'm sure to him, 1.5 million doesn't seem bad. But ESPN, if you need somebody, call me. You want to know what's funny about this. And I think we're missing the most important part of the story, which Phil mentioned. 315 viewers. You lost your job for going live for 315 viewers. Now, we know Paul Pierce is rich. He made millions of dollars as a player. He made millions of dollars um, in his post-playing career. But... I mean, you got to gauge the temperature in the room. You kind of know how ESPN is. Like, they're trying to uphold, like, this wholesome family-type entertainment. Like, they have this huge partnership with Disney. And so they're trying to be, like, the, the at-home sports brand, right? Like, like, the sports brand that you can be proud of and your kids can watch and be inspired by ESPN, right? And so it's like, okay, you know, you work for an organization like that. Why are you going live? You know, people don't really check for you that much on Instagram. So it's like, sir, what was it worth it? I mean, I know he has money, but was it worth it? I don't know. It's he just got, silly. He got he got fired on his day off. We, we try to put that in. <laughs> Brother got fired on the exactly. day Exactly. I'm like, come on. Like, he thought he was James Harden? Right. And, and for that weak massage, too. Like, shout out to that weak massage. Like, at least get a good massage, Paul <laughs> Pierce. When you, <laughs> you like, get a terrible and, massage. And I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I saw the video. It looks so budgeted. Like, I don't know what strip club this was or where he was. Everything just looked, like, under budget. I was like, Paul. If you're going to get fired, I need everything to be on point. I need to see handstands. It got to be in a bomb nightclub. Like, come on, man. Just, just do better. But ESPN cleaned it up really nicely because they were like, you know, not only was he not representing our brand, it was like, you know, he wasn't following social distance protocols. And we at ESPN have these protocols that uh, we need our employees um, to follow. So that was like, I'm sure legal department was like, hey, just throw this out here because it sounds more official. But 
I don't know, Paul, you got to do better than that. Lose your job for better things. Lose your job for having two girlfriends like Lou Williams or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, come on. All right. So now that we discuss um, the bag fumbler, let's discuss uh, my guy, my favorite, Kevin Durant. Now, you know, Kevin Durant was out, I think it was about two months, maybe a little more um, because of a hamstring injury. And so he made his debut again this week. Um, so he played his first game on Wednesday and he played last night against the Lakers. And so I just wanted to, you know, for the guys to kind of discuss what were their reactions to Katie's return? What did you see? Did you like what you see? Since Katie's my guy, I'm going to start. I need our listeners to know that KD in his first game back, right? In the dungeon, shot 100% from the field. 100% from the field. Okay, this is Kevin Durant. Like, this is why he's in the class by himself. This is why your favorite player should not be in a conversation with him. This is why people shouldn't be comparing him to like future LaMelo Balls. This is Kevin Durant. Now, I will say yesterday, um, the Nets played the Lakers and they got smacked. They got smacked. And Katie had a below average game. Um, he shot 47% from the field um, and only had 22 points. Now, 47% and 22 is great for other players. It's not really good for KD. Like KD is on like another level. So, you know, he's still working, still trying to get back. Let me hear what the guys have to say about my main man, Kevin Durant. Kevin, 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 Kevin. <laughs> you came with the fool's gold the first night out, man. You shot five for a whopping five for five. And I'm so happy Dion has these numbers like this because it, it's so funny to me. You <laughs> a whopping five for five on your debut back in a blowout. Uh, you got to reality in LA and, uh, you got smacked, as Dion put it, and I agree. You got smacked. But you got smacked against the Lakers team without their three top scorers. I, I don't think – did LeBron play, Dion? No, he didn't. Uh, he did didn't. AD play? Nope. Uh, what about Kuzma? Did he, did he even play? Kuzma? Like, who cares about – okay. okay. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying the, top three, the top three scorers uh, didn't play, and you guys find a way to get slapped in the head. And KD underperformed. So, you know, he I'm did. still a KD fan. I like KD. I mean, I like KD. I'm happy. It's good for basketball that he's, that he's back. But all seriousness, I got to figure out how this is going to work with all three of those guys on the court together because they got to figure it out. And it's getting close to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So they need to figure it out fast. And, and let me clarify for our listeners. They got smacked. Um, they, they started going downhill when Kyrie was ejected very early in the third quarter. So let's put perspective. KD was the only one who was on the court and, and his minutes were restricted. So we're not so, talking about, hold on, hold on one Kyrie, second. 
Okay, oh, let, let oh, you finish. Hold on a second. Just, Katie's just give me, just give minute, me a second at these. Katie's minutes were restricted. So you're right. AD, LeBron, and um, the blonde hair dude didn't play for the Lakers. But on our end, we didn't have our big three either, right? And KD is coming off of a hamstring injury. And New Yorkers are mourning the loss of DMS. So all of these factors coming into play, I mean, it is what it is. It's one game. It's literally one game. We're not going to let her do that, ladies and gentlemen. She's just broken DMS. <laughs> DMS is a New Yorker. He, he was a New Yorker, though. So we're, you know. When Kyrie and James Harden got to play games by themselves, we don't have these violins out. But when Kevin has to play a game by himself, when Kyrie missing 20 minutes of the game, you know, it's all these excuses. I'm going to let Phil go ahead because I know he wants to hop on Dion's uh, bandwagon. So, coattail. <laughs> out of here. I'm just happy that, you know, KD is back and – you know, we don't have to suffer a loss. His first game back, he's very impressive. Um, second game, you know, like Deion stated, he's on minute restriction. Um, so it's all right. And Kyrie is out. So it's okay. It's okay. We're not talking about how Philadelphia got smacked last night. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about... You the, mean how we won by 20 last night? Uh, I mean, what? What's it with 20? What? Y'all we lost by to, like 20 last night. Who, did, who y'all oh, played my... against on... Uh, when y'all played the... Um, so if you're going to talk trash, uh, though, you um, got to have your dates. You Grizzlies. Yeah. When y'all play the Grizzlies. Last night. Last when y'all play the Grizzlies. Last night that happened. When y'all play the Grizzlies. We didn't play them last night. So no, The other night, they smacked y'all, right? We haven't played the Grizzlies, <laughs> played the Grizzlies <laughs> like in a minute, man. This segment is about Kevin Durant. I was, was about just, to say, we can't lose the, sight of I know, Kevin Durant. I'm just saying Durant. that Kevin Durant looked great. You know, first game back last night was a, was a, a blimp on the radar. Wow, it's okay, it happens. You know, everyone's gonna play Brooklyn Nets the hardest. First, the first team to go, any team gonna play hard is Golden State, and then the Brooklyn Nets. That's it. So they came out. It happened one game. It's not the playoff. It's not the best of seven. Harden wasn't there. Wasn't full loaded. So I'm not worried about that. Just one game. All right. So Katie, thank you for coming back. Thank you for choosing New York. And we appreciate, and I can look forward to see W's on um, almost every game. So I'm good. I'm looking forward to Wednesday. That's what I'll say. Looking forward to Wednesday. See what see what see, see what this series is going to look like when they finally match up. Um, wait, wait, um, Ev, uh, is it Philly and Brooklyn? Yeah. On Wednesday. Oh, yep. okay, okay. Um, I think Kevin Durant. You know, it's going to take a while for him to get back to himself. Like, you know, this ain't. Kevin Durant can score in his sleep. Like, he can come back and score just whenever. He's a professional scorer. So, you know, he's going to get his. Um, and so I'm happy to have him back. Um, I'm glad Brooklyn had Harden to bail them out for those two months when KD uh, went, uh, had to take his break. It's better than when uh, Kyrie went on vacation and no one knew when he was coming back. Um, but... So I think I think Katie's return is good. I look forward to see him get off the men's restriction and be a full strength. Um, but looking forward to Wednesday, for sure. And if you can't let them have it both ways, uh, they can't. They can't be. They can't be all this hyperbole, all this extra hoopla when he comes hater? in and you, scores. Zion first game back, everybody, oh. He didn't miss a beat. He didn't miss a beat. KD's the greatest of all time. <laughs> you know, we, we, we give him all the love. And then I'm in L.A., 
Lakers. <laughs> AD <laughs> not there. <laughs> just drumming. He can't hold the team down. Zion. What Zion did to you. It was all, first it was of all, all flat tires. Four flat tires and drumming. First of there. all, look at how people are talking about KD, who had 22 points, shot 47% from the field in limited minutes. Like, this is how I know KD is as great as I say he is. Because that performance on anybody else, people like, oh, you know, that was a pretty decent game. But now, now everybody want to get on KD. Oh, he ain't who he he ain't who we think he is, man. All right, just just. I, I'm the one say we don't think we don't think he is who we think he is. Kevin, you said that. Listen, Calvin <laughs> alluded to that. Of course, when he I, of course I didn't say that. Listen, of course, I didn't say that. When when he tried to make comparisons <laughs> to the first game, which, you know, he was crazy, to this game. But you know what? It's all good. Like, KD's about to do a press conference. He's going to be like, you know who I am. I'm KD. He's going to start dropping 50 on everybody. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, KD is so great. Like, we knew this is who he was. Now, Kevin, you know what I'm happy most about KD? When KD said he's no longer concerned about winning championships. That was a very good feeling to hear. Wow, that's what he said on record. We need that. Hello, we need that hello, record. On record, he, he said, man. he said, he said, I don't play for champions. Championships don't drive me anymore. Wow. We just okay. Dang. I mean, I didn't know he said that, but I mean, after disrespecting LeBron twice, like I may feel that way too. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you know, the Warriors right. team. That's, oh, okay. A super team. <laughs> super team. He only played with super teams, huh? <laughs> right. And, and you want to know what he did? He played on super teams and was by far head and shoulders the best player on the court. By it's easy far. to be the best. Like, like when there's no far. double team can come it, away. When there's no double team. It wasn't away. even close. Nah, double team but, at all. But it don't matter. Braun, the best defender in the league, was guarding him. Y'all forgot? Guarding Not Brian Braun. Yeah, old Braun. All right, let's enough with KD. Let's get let's move on. And so um the listeners know KD is like my favorite, favorite player, but my next favorite player is Kawhi Leonard. And so anytime we get to talk to them back to back, I'm pretty excited. Um, we got news this week that um Kawhi is likely to resign with the Clippers, which I think is a good thing for the Clippers organization. Um, what I wanted to throw out to the guys is should Kawhi go ahead and re-sign with the Clippers or do you think something can happen maybe in the playoffs where he would change his mind and take his talents elsewhere? The playoff fee shows up, he may say, I go or he goes. But the problem is but this time playoff fee after long contracts. Um, so I, you know, Kawhi is a guy you can't quite figure out. Like, I don't know. When you think, ask me what Kawhi thinking, I was like, I have no idea. You know, he's kind of in his own world. So if he says he's going to go back, he's going to go back. But I do feel as if, if playoff P shows up, they need to find a way to deal playoff P to keep Kawhi. Yeah, I agree. I think it's all contingent upon how they do in the playoff. So they got Rondo um, the, through the trade, and um, they have good pieces. If I think they fail, I think he's out. Because if playoff P from the last bubble team comes, I think he's out. So, um, but he, like um, a producer said, he never show his hands. We don't know what he's doing. We don't even know what he's thinking. You know, the only person I've seen him smile with is actually James Harden a couple of times. Some a couple of highlights of him 
cracking jokes on him in all star games and Kawhi was laughing. I was like, wow, I didn't know he could laugh. But oh, Katie must be recruiting him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. But <laughs> don't even, don't even Hater. go down this route with me today. Hater, but it's okay. But so I think it's contingent upon what happens in the playoff this year. If they don't make the finals, I mean, um, Eastern Conference finals, I think he's out and he should just go where he feels that there's a point guard. I know he needs someone point guard. He's word, word on street is that he's not, um, a show person, person that talks and then, you know, rah, rah, he showed through action and all the teams he'd been successful for, they had a great point guard or point guard who handled the team. His job was just to do his job, you know, defend, score and keep it moving. San Antonio had Parker and even Toronto, they had Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet, you know, so he didn't have to do the plays and so he just had to show up. So if they don't do what they need to do, I think he might just leave and come out East <clears throat> New York Knicks. New York. <laughs> do hey, not listen, man. Put, do not wish the Knicks on Kawhi. I'm sorry. Oh, you should take. I would. I. I think y'all should take. Try to get uh, Kawhi. To be honest, but let's 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 let me go here. I think Kawhi needs to start being removed from the top five list. I'm sorry. I mean Kawhi. He's been he's been quiet all year, man. Like this 26 and five rebounds, yo. Like people was comparing him with like the likes of KD and LeBron and. And I like, I'm kind of like done with it because I'm like, Kawhi, you can just always go under the radar, dude. You can go to under the radar. If you do good, that's the only time we talk about you. But when you play some average basketball, nobody does anything. Maybe because you're just so quiet. But honestly, I'm not really trying to hear nothing Kawhi say. I'm looking for his uncle. His uncle seemed like he make all the business decisions in the family, man. Kawhi is just, he's, I, I just don't, does Kawhi have like an interpreter or something, man? Because who this guy is man he gets away with murder man he don't have to be the elite level player like everybody else he gets over he gets like under criticized like he's out of my top five right now man i gotta figure that list out but i'm taking him out the top five di how many championships does i have two or three how many two championships two yeah and one of those championships after championship Hold on, did he have, did he have, oh, he got one, he lost to LeBron, the then he beat LeBron to the Spurs, right? Mm-hmm. I think he lost the one, and he beat one. Okay, so and he then, probably and then he, he beat a depleted uh, Warriors team. Listen, we're not going to, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this, because regardless KD, of KD how, wasn't there, though, right? KD regardless there, of yeah. how you define it, you see, it's not fair, because basketball, like any sport, is a sport of injuries. Like, we couldn't predict that clay would be out kd would be out but like we're not gonna try to downplay Kawhi championship oh. and and upplay lebron's mickey mouse championship okay like mickey we're not gonna do that on this podcast okay lebron's only so, mickey mouse championship was against the uh the the, the kd thunder <laughs> <laughs> listen listen let's just be honest though like it Dion knows this too. She, it would be hard for her to admit, but if her Kevin Durant guy was 100% healthy, then her other favorite, Kawhi, would be one ring short. Honestly, I'll go as far as to say if KD was 60% healthy, he there wouldn't we go. have a ring. Like, I'm, like, I can't even front on that, so... It is what it is. Kawhi, I love you, but you don't got nothing for KD, so it is what, what it is. What it do, baby? 
Uncle Kawhi. We got to talk to Kawhi Uncle, man. We can't, we're not getting from that from Kawhi. Let's see if we can get interviews on Uncle, man. Right. Because, like, with Kawhi, <laughs> so he's my guy, so I kind of follow him. His reaction to everything is the same. Like, oh, I just won a championship, same face. I lost, same face. Oh, um, Paul George is doing bad, same face. Oh, man, like, they stormed the Capitol, same face. Like, I can't gauge him. So even him saying, hey, I'm going to resign with the Clippers, I don't know what to believe because I can't gauge any energy, anything off of it. I think the guys made a good point earlier, though. I think if the Clippers underperform again and underperform below expectations, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he, he packs up and leaves. And I do think he would come out east. I just don't can we, know. Can, we, can, he take, can he get some blame, though? I mean, like, he's, uh-huh. he's supposed to be a top five player. He got Paul George on his team. Yeah. Um, you know, like... Like, can we, can we give him some blame, please? Yeah, no, 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 no. not performing. Yeah, but I mean, if, if we're talking about last year in the playoffs, Kawhi performed. You know what I'm saying? Like, he performed well, um, but he just didn't have the help from Paul George. So, and- like, this, remember this, though, Deion? Like, all right, I know you hate when we say LeBron stuff. Like, LeBron, that's, that championship he lost. He was leading the, the series in points, rebounds, and assists, right? Okay. So he played well, mm-hmm. but nobody cared because everybody like, yo, LeBron, you didn't play well enough. But when it comes to Kawhi, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Kawhi played well, though. It's like, but he don't get the same criticism. It's kind of, it's kind of. Yeah. I, I think that's all predicated on legacy, right? LeBron is being pushed as a GOAT, right? And so right. because that, that exists, of course, he's going to come under scrutiny. It's just yeah. like... Ben Simmons has been donned the prince. So anytime he doesn't do what he's supposed to do and he doesn't do it a lot, he's going to come under much more scrutiny than uh, than a uh, Jamal Murray. Yeah. Right. True, so think- right. Fair. All right. Well, we will keep our eyes open to the Kawhi soap opera, which is very uneventful and monotonous. Um, Let us move on to Draymond Green. Draymond Green made some statements this week about equal pay. My listeners know how I feel about Draymond Green, right? So we don't have to rehash. And, um, you know, sometimes he says things that make sense, but 90% of the time he doesn't. Um, This week in his statement, he basically said, look, we recognize there's a disparity in play, in pay, in pay between women and male athletes and his advice to the ladies was basically um I need y'all to stop complaining and you guys need to take charge and make yourself more marketable and somehow that will increase your revenue so this is a cliff note version but that is what he said in a nutshell how do you guys feel about this hmm I feel as if you know I think one one I personally I need to better understand the pay structure. Like my my thing is I my understanding is the pay is driven by don't or funders of the NBA, right? You know, not just the the owners, but people who are interested in having their stuff seen. And so I don't think it is fair for um Draymond, who, who, who I would say tried to walk back his statements, but 
uh, it's fair for Draymond to say women just need to make themselves more marketable. That's like telling black people you just gotta stop smoking crack and then you'll get out your uh, out of poverty. It's it's just not it's not it's not realistic. Well, first let me explain. Black people don't just all do crack, but what I'm saying is that it's placing blame on the victim for something that is societally societally driven. So, you know, Draymond uh, should apologize, and maybe we could learn from what Kyrie was doing, which was when the women were putting the 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 poor hotels in the bubble, he put his own money up to help uh, take care of some of them. Shout out to Kyrie, man. That's a good brother, man. Sage, brother Sage, he's a good brother. Um, so Draymond, once again, he's making these Draymondist comments, man. Like it's it's along the same lines as him saying he's the best defender of all time. Um, Draymond, he thinks he's like way more intelligent than he is. That's that's like his main problem. Like. He doesn't understand that these women already know the math that he's trying to like, like bring out. Like he's acting like he has new math, like new data that nobody else has. It is amazing to me. And it's kind of disrespectful. So the women that were like responding to him, like Draymond, chill. I like, I agree with them hundred percent because he's just saying stuff that everybody already has been saying years ago and recycled. He's not like reinventing the wheel like he thinks he is. So Draymond's always making these comments about what they need to do. Like Draymond knows the world and know how to fix the uh, the hunger, the hunger crisis in, in the world and everything like that. And he doesn't. So I'm I'm just like fed up with Draymond. Like I'm with everybody else. I just feel like he needs to stop talking. He just really irks people when he talks right now. And and I think the women was like they were like Draymond supporters. Like I thought like the especially like the younger crowd WNBA like Draymond. But I think Draymond put his foot in his mouth and he made everybody uh, kind of questioning Draymond Green even more. He's starting to become like uh, Charles Barkley in a sense. Yeah, I don't see. I'm surprised nobody noticed this. He's trying, he's trying to do everything in his power to have your eyes look at someplace else and not look at his game and his team and expectation that the Golden State Warriors overpaid him and that he's not performing, and his team is not performing. So he wants to distract everyone and say all these misconstrued, that's what he said, misconstrued, all these, not going to say dumb, I can't say retarded, that's bad. bad um, not logical thinking, right? <laughs> not logical thinking. He's trying to make sure we're blindsided and not focusing on his basketball. So we won't comment no more about his basketball skills that he, He's actually a very lucky guy to play against with two all-stars, two all-shooters, all-world shooters, and he happens to go along for the ride for the ring. So, Draymond, I, I'm on to your game. You're not a good – you're, you're a comparable basketball player, a great role player who luck into a great situation. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Your team is not good this year. Maybe next year when Clay comes and, and you just happen to get by. Congratulations. Don't make no more comments. Go do your research. And it's easy to complain. That's the easiest thing to complain. What's the solution? How you make it more marketable, right? How? And that's what you should say. You should be helping them out instead of denigrating them or saying what, you know, like Calvin said for years. What's the solution? Help with the solution. Be like Kyrie. Don't sit there. Help out. Do something. 
cease, man. And your team is trash. We know. Y'all got lost by 50. And you was down by 60. And you was on the court. So worry about your game and keep working and learn how to shoot. He still missed a triple single, too, by the way. Hey, listen, I'll, y'all know that's my title for him. And I was coming. So you mean to tell me, Mr. Triple Single, the all-time leader in triple singles, had the nerve, and I quote, to say, I'm really tired of seeing them complain about the lack of pay because they're doing themselves a disservice by just complaining. They're not laying out steps that they can take to change that. It's coming off as a complaint because the people that can change it are just going to continue to say, well, the revenue isn't there. So if you don't bring in the revenue, we can't up your pay. They're just going to keep using that. But the reality is, as true as that is, it is an excuse. So basically, Draymond is like, these women are just complaining and making um, these excuses. And to flesh out his argument a little bit, he spoke about basketball. He was like, you know, the NBA wasn't always a global sport, which is true. It wasn't. Um, you know, it somehow transitioned globally, and we know why, because of MJ, and it took basketball to the stratosphere. So he's basically saying, do what we did, like, make it global. And I'm just like, that is so, first of all, it's straight up offensive. It's straight up offensive, right? Um, to think the women aren't doing and, 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 marketing the game to be appealing is is just not hitting at the issue and 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 the pay equity and what's probably going on behind the scenes that kind of limits um you know some of the ability of these women athletes to earn more now i'm not saying the wnba would ever get on nba status but i'm sorry the wnba didn't have a michael jordan that that made that essentially made this a global phenomenon fever pitch that turned it into much to the machine it is today and so draymond is looking at this as complaining when the catalyst that the nba had to elevate is just not here it is insensitive it is ignorant i'm tired of him and i'm ready to fight like that's just that's just all it is like Kelvin said, he is Charles Barkley Jr. at this point. And it's completely ridiculous. I'm tired of it. So let's just hope we can go a whole month without hearing anything else from Draymond. A couple of weeks ago, he was the greatest defender to ever play, not this season, to ever play. And now he is donning women athletes as just um, silly complainers. It's, it's, ugh, I'm just so disgusted. They're not knowledgeable either, right? They just, they don't think, they can't think for themselves. They, they never, right. they never try to, it's just, it's disrespectful. It's like, so I feel offensive. like Draymond, he needs to get aired out for that, man. Cause he like, cause I think there was a soccer player from the, yeah. women's, from the women's team. She kind of addressed them. And I was like, yeah, Draymond, you bought all that, man. But you, yeah. you need a little bit more. Yeah, man, it's, it's, man, I, I was just so just disgusted at my stomach that somebody that has the platform he has, regardless of how bad he's doing on the court, and he is doing bad, um, 
he would use his platform to make statements like this. Like, it, I feel like it just sets us back a little. It's, it's just completely ridiculous. So until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>